Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What? Hi! What? Surprise! You gotta be kidding. You have to be effing kidding. Jill just walked in. I don't get Hi. it. I don't know what to say. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Today on the show, we have a very special guest. We have Jill Zarin from The Real Housewives of New York and daughter Allie. I'm super excited for you guys to hear my chat with the two of them. They're doing wonderful charity work, making masks and all sorts of stuff. So we talk about that. We also dive into Scary Island. And you know that that whole behind the scenes of Scary Island is still such a mystery to me. And I will be uncovering every last detail uh, until until I have all the answers I need. Um, so it was so fun for me to chat about all of that stuff. And we also talk about her appearance this season. Gary pops in, her new man. And if you want to see my interview with Jill, you can go to the new Everything Iconic YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. So it's youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino one. You can watch our whole interview. We did it via Zoom. So you can view it over there, like, subscribe, all of that stuff. And uh, if you guys continue watching them over on YouTube, I'll try to continue doing the Zoom interviews because they're they're fun to do. And I'm glad you guys get to see our chats. So uh, without further ado, I want to uh, play my chat with the two of them. I also want to encourage you all to find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Uh, if you want to get one of the t-shirts, you go to everythingiconic.store, everythingiconic.store. Uh, we have t-shirts, we have fancy AF cocktail books, all sorts of stuff. So go over there. All the links will be in the episode description. And I'll be back later this week with a recap of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and The Real Housewives of New York. But until then, uh, I hope you enjoy my chat with the one and only Jill Zarin and Ali Shapiro um, from The Real Housewives of New York. so glad you're both here with me. How are you two doing? Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Of course. I'm so excited. How are you guys doing with all of the stuff going on? I know there's a lot of craziness. Um, How are you two? Yeah, which stuff? There's so much stuff going on. I mean, I'm talking about the coronavirus, I know, but uh, there's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, coronavirus sucks. Well, listen, you know, as somebody who's ragged, I bet I look horrific. Not that great. I look horrific because I... No, you look great. I got up early, played tennis for an hour and a half up in Palm Beach. So I wake up every day at six thirty. Six thirty, go to play tennis, come back at my desk by nine thirty, and then of course I'm, I'm doing a million things. It's Monday, it's a busy day. Um, but uh, we, Allison had some, one of my fans actually read my horoscope and uh, did Allison a few days ago and read it to me. And I no, said, no, it wasn't a horoscope. It was like a psychic no, reading, like a psychic reading, card. like an astrology, astrology but reading. Okay. Anyone wants to know who slides into our DMs? It's psychic. <laughs> Nope. No, no. So, anyway, yeah. so a, a lot of people do, but Allie <laughs> and and I said, you know what, Allison, she's so right. And I was like, eh, you know, I said, Allison, if she, if she read that about me, completely wrong. What was but it? You, it was right. So, anyway, so I asked her. I said, ask her to do me. So she did me, and again, she was so right. And if you had said that was for Allie's reading, so wrong. 
right? Because we're so different. So whatever you would think of me, you would think the opposite of her. So uh, her point is hysterically crying this morning. Oh, yeah, no, no, but that wasn't my point. Um, Actually, that was your point. (laughs) What she was saying. But she spoke to Bobby. One of the things she, okay, so one of the things she said in my psychic reading was that um, I'm really doing what I want to do, which is, I don't want to say nothing, right? So I I was on a fast track, fast pace, running and doing, and all I wanted to do was stop. And, you know, it started with leaving the show, but um, I was still very, very busy. And then Bobby got sick and I was like not looking forward to being sick, but I was looking forward to um, doing nothing but taking care of him and not having to worry about all the noise. And it never really worked out that way, but as much as I could. And then when Bobby passed, I came to Florida and I really just wanted to like do nothing. And I don't mean like nothing, but I wanted to play tennis. I wanted to be my parents. I didn't want to get dressed in gowns anymore. Right. I didn't want to be in that fashion. And so when you say, how are things going? Like, I mean, I hate to say it's like I'm leaving the dream in the sense of I don't have any more FOMO. I have a lot of FOMO. So because there's no events going on, I'm not missing anything. Right. You're sitting inside. You're forced to slow down. Yeah, Yeah, I'm forced to slow down and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And I'm enjoying being with my daughter for the first time, like really together. Right. She was little. She was little. Then she went off to college and she got a master's and she left the nest. But she came back to the nest and, and she doesn't have a man yet, you know, and the next time this, <laughs> this happens in 10 years, you know, God willing, she'll be married and on. So this is like the one time in her life that she's has right. no attachments except, you know, back to me and Gary. who's. Uh, we got to see Gary on Roni for a minute. It was so nice to see. Uh, funny. You didn't really get to see. Some, some people picked up on funny because when he said, oh, that'll make you lose weight. Um, and he looked at all that disgusting food. It was disgusting. No, oh, yeah. We heard your podcast talking about the food. You were right. It was disgusting. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It was foul. I didn't understand, yeah. like, why. The, yeah. Half of it. When I walked in, there was a dead pig on the table with the head. It's disgusting. I mean, it was. And then there was a, the head of, like, a boar, just the head with the hair and the whole thing. I mean, it was just vile. I said, I think that the PETA people are going to come running. I think yeah. they it out because of it. It was just a little bit aggressive. What was your thought on that whole night? I mean, I, I know we have so much to talk about. I want to ask about your, your making masks. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about the rugs. Cause I'm actually like, I can't move the camera, but my feet are literally on one of your rugs. I told you I have two of your rugs in my house. So are our feet. Right and, I did, and I didn't even pay you. They're, I swear to God, no, they're fantastic. I was like looking for well-priced rugs that would go with my decor and somebody had DM, I had posted on my Instagram. I said, you know, I'm looking for, I, I had bad experience with West Elm. I was like, I'm never ordering from them again. I couldn't find something. Somebody DM me to look at your rugs. And I swear I tell everyone now, I think they're fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. They last. Do you have any pets? No, no pets. All right. Cause they really, they really awesome. show their stuff when you have a pet P and P on them or right. you know, hopefully not a friend, but, <laughs> but they're shockingly good priced for the quality. If you like silk, because you're cutting out the middleman, that's why you bought it. Okay, but so, but so, I want to talk about that Halloween party. So, what was your impression? This was this the first time for you filming for this current season that's airing. What was your impression of everything going on? It's it's a lot of drinking, right? No, that never bothered me. I never pay attention to the drinking because I don't drink. drink. So I drink double coke, and you know, sometimes if someone's like, okay, Sonia, who I love and adore more than life itself, clearly was intoxicated when she arrived because right. I mean, I think everyone saw that. So that I would notice, but I wouldn't notice anything else. I mean, I wouldn't really, I don't count people's drinks. 
So uh, what was your impression of that Dorinda speech? Oh, you didn't see the half of it. Really? What was the rest of it? Well, it was just a lot of, you know, a lot. It was a lot. But yeah, yeah. I have to say, um, at the time, I mean, I don't know. It was. It just came out of nowhere. It kind of came out of nowhere. Like, we got to the party, and, you know, it's one of these housewives parties, you know? And everybody's in their own little, you know, circle. You don't really know what else is everyone's talking about. There's a couple of cameras around. You don't know what they're following. You know, the thing is, is I walked into... Um, I don't know what I, I didn't know where they were coming from or where they're going in the story. So, um, I just rolled with, I just rolled with it. I had a great time. You know, I saw, uh, you did an Instagram live with Elise. My buddy, Dave Quinn posted on Twitter, uh, that you had said, um, after that party, you were supposed to go to the Berkshires. Uh, can you tell people what happened there? You, you know, I really can't because yeah. it's not, you know, I really, uh, it's not a good thing. I shouldn't really speak out of school with Bravo and everything else because they kind of get annoyed. Well, you so talked about Instagram. I did a little so bit and I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> so I don't want to perpetuate what I probably shouldn't have done. Right. You know, I well, think I said what I, whatever I had to say yeah. at the time. You know what it is? It's like, it's different. I feel like it's different when I'm talking at, at the TV and I'm watching it like a viewer. I am a viewer. Um, yeah. And making commentary or whatever versus like, analyzing it i'm not an analyst i leave that to you guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on gary's coming in come on gary uh, get snacks what you got i want chocolate chip cookies yeah everyone's asking me to make chocolate chip cookies i know what's going on yeah, uh, wait hi gary hey, i was listening to you this morning Duck from down, gary. oh thank uh, you so much i hope i didn't say anything too uh too out of turn or too mean you know, now you know i'm gonna be listening you gotta be careful uh, <laughs> heather mcdonald that was my best insurance policy she knows i i and i patreon with her so she can't even hide. She can't <laughs> run it. She can't hide. I, I have a question. Did you go sure. to broadcast school to like develop that voice or is it a natural voice? Oh, thank you. No, I did actually go to school for journalism and mass communication. Did they teach you how to like develop? Like, no, you, you know, I did. I had to take one voice lesson before the program. They made us take a voice lesson, but it was like a singing voice. But, you know, they teach you some of the some of the basics, but that was about it. No. Some people, it's nice of you to say, but some people, I get messages all the time that are like, I hate your voice. You know, everyone's got an opinion. So some people. Well, I'm sure Jill Zarin voice has gotten it too. (laughs) So so do you normally, if you weren't in COVID, would you be filming, doing this out of a studio? Yeah, I would normally be doing it. I mean, in person, but I was still recording from my house. I still record from my apartment. I have a little office area. In the city? Uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm in West Hollywood. Because you have a different uh, blue backdrop. How do you make I that? Know. You know, my boyfriend set up because we started the YouTube. So we've been doing a lot of these Zoom interviews. So he, he set up this thing because he said he's like a tech guy. And he said it just looked terrible with the background we had. Um, what is it? A piece of paper? It's no, like a, it's like a green, it's a green screen. It looks green to me. I, it, it's blue to you, but it's, it's like a, just a green oh, background. Cool. Yeah. And he can change the image. So he can make he can it like change, a make it anything. Yeah. Uh, he actually hates that I wear these big um, headphones, but I can hear you much better with the headphones. Um, okay, Jill, enough about me. Um, so first tell me about the masks and then I have more uh, Roni questions for you. So tell me, but you guys are doing tie-dye masks. So tell me about this. 
we are. I can show you. I know, I, and no one else can see it except for us, right? But um, I actually, Allison, I was folding last night. I decided I was going to pick my favorites and put them in the bag because everyone keeps stealing. When we run out of masks, everyone goes to my secret bag in my drawer, and I'm going to have to hide this in the vault. So- <laughs> you want to talk about it? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, right? tell, so tell me, you guys are tie-dyeing these, right? What happened was basically um, at the at the beginning, we started with this nauseous for nurses. That's really where it started. So when COVID happened, Allie and I, we were all kind of in shock. What can we do to help? And um, I heard on my sister's radio show, the Lisa Wexler show, which is out of Connecticut, she was interviewing someone who said that the Clintons had donated like 20 pizza pies or 10 pizza pies to the local hospital the night before without any fanfare. And I said to Allie, that was a great idea. Why don't we call up our local pizza place, Italian place, and send food over to Boca Regional because we're in Florida. And we did. And we realized after, no more pizza. Pizza you have to share and germs. All right. But we learned. So that was the first thing. And we said, you know, that was great. It feels good. You know, as much as it's great to get, it feels so much more to give. Right. For me. So, and for Allie. So um, we decided we were going to, I donated, I, I spent a lot more of my own money, but then I started to say, you know, I got, I need help. And I reached out to some friends of mine who donated. And then we started this nauseous for nurses and people were sending us me. photos on GoFundMe. And by the way, we need it badly, Danny. We are. We, What's we, the link? How do we get there? It's GoFundMe.com slash Nauseous for Nurses. Okay. And you know, like a Nauseous of ice cream. And we raised about $60,000 wow. quickly, though, in the first, like, two and a half months. And we fed over 30,000 um, wow. frontline workers. She did from, yes, I did. I mean, all she did it all. From 24 hours a day. because Nurses, doctors, firefighters, police officers, everyone. Okay. We never said no to a request because people DM and found us and whatever. And we requ- we asked people, please tell us who needs it. Um, we tried to focus on the areas in the country that were on fire. No pun intended. Right. In New York. Uh, it wasn't really Florida, but we did Florida because that's New where we Orleans, um, a lot of California, Illinois. And then we just had random places in different parts of the country, fans who would say, and there was one place in the middle of the country we did the whole hospital because it was only like mm-hmm. 150 meals. So we did the whole hospital, and that was the whole hospital. Um, that felt really good. And, uh, you know, Allison made relationships with different companies, a donut company called Dough in New York. Um, Insomnia Cookies donated. Cookies, cookies donated. Boss. Boss Water. And you, prob- you probably heard from a lot of these healthcare workers and stuff who were getting the food. They must have been so grateful. You have to go look at Allison's Instagram. Yeah. 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 I mean, look at our, our, our nauseous nurses, you know, stuff. So Sloan Kettering was where Bobby was, and they would FaceTime us every single time they received donation to thank us, crying. You know, mm-hmm. we, would feel, we, would, we would feed about four to six floors at a time at Sloan Kettering. Wow. So, it was so the food... Sometimes it was just a nosh, like right. a cookie you know, and milk and whatever. We got drinks and sometimes it was a full gourmet meal. It really just depended on how much money we had in the bank and how many people were asking that day. So how did that lead to the mass then? Well, okay. So, so, and I just want to say that, you know, most people burn out, you know, and I have a few friends who, you know, God bless. They did, they raised some money, they raised 10 grand or whatever. But after a week of doing it, it was like, they're done. And you know what they did? Stephanie Gottlieb did. Yeah, she gave us some money. She had raised too much. So we spent it for She them. didn't want to do it anymore. It was too hard. It's really right. hard. 
not easy to find. It's a little intimidating. You got to, and you're a little scared because, you know, it's COVID and you don't want to interrupt anyone and they're busy, you know. So she'd have to find out who to talk to, what administrator, what their rules were, how they're going to get the food because no one can walk in the hospital. It all had to be met curb. Right. And sometimes they would show up with the food and there'd be nobody waiting or they'd be waiting for the food and the food wasn't there. And all these phone calls and Allie, and she didn't do it for one week or two weeks. She did it for like 14 weeks. And it's it amazing. Was, and seven days a week. She never took a day off because she said COVID doesn't like have four a day meals off. a day across the country. So I'm so proud of her. So from that, the masks. So um, what happened was, is I, I've done business um, overseas before in you know my career. And one of the factories that I worked with started making masks just to make a long story short. So I started importing masks and I said to Allie, you know, we should tie dye these. They were white, right? The beginning. And, and we did, I don't know, it just started and they went and people went crazy for that. Well, I posted it on my Insta story and everyone wanted to buy them. Right. And I couldn't handle the Venmo's. And so we added it this to Jill's was, um, from Gay website. Pride. Gay Pride. No, that's just rainbow. I, I love that. <laughs> you know, I think um, early on, a lot of us realized like, oh, we're going to be in this for the long haul with the mask. So we want something cute, right? Like you want just something a little bit different. Um, I think it's fantastic. So where can people get these masks? So they're on jillzarin.com and we do donate one to a healthcare worker. For so we kept that up. Sold. So basically it goes back into this network that we created of nurses and healthcare workers that now can come back to us. And one, I reached out to them initially saying, what's your address? Can I send you masks now that I sent you meals? And then a lot of them, a new ones come to us hundreds a day um, requesting donations. Allie, can can I ask your background? Like, what do you, uh, have you always been charitable? Or can you tell me a little bit about, you know, where you're headed, I guess? Is that a dumb question? (laughs) No, no, I had a job and I got laid off like everyone else did. Um, So I... I mean, you know, from the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to say born and raised in New York. Went to college, um, worked in advertising for a few years. And then I got my master's in contemporary art at Sotheby's in London. And I came back, worked for Paddle 8, which is an online auction house. And I worked with all of our benefit clients, creating their charity you know, benefit auctions around the country and traveled, um, setting up their auctions. And then I got laid off March... 10th ish right. and they went bankrupt. So it just kind of worked out that She's unemployed. I came down to Florida, got unemployed, started not just for nurses. I could invest all of my time into it. And now we're literally tie dyeing, packing every single day. My nails, my oh nails my God. are black underneath. It's not it's literally us doing it. It's amazing though. That's a, I mean, that's something to be so, Jill, you must be so proud that she's, I am, I am. yeah. It's, it's really hard. I well, mean, yeah, Jill's it's physical well, I, mean, <laughs> I do. I do most of the dying. I mean, we have one person helping us, but I do most of the dying because I do the better ones. So we can go to Jill Zarin's website and we can get all of these. Um, now, yes. now they're in stores too. I mean, specialty stores like Lester, Zidemers, and Florida, the COVID store in Aventura Mall. Big yeah. Drop just called us today. They want to carry. The best part is they're calling us. You know, they're finding yeah. them and. They're very special. They really are. And this is the thing, you know, I buy a lot online, a lot. And what I've learned is you got to read the reviews because people are honest. And and if they like a product, they'll tell you. And if they don't, they tell you. Um, And if you go to the reviews on our masks, we've not had anything but five-star reviews. Because I'm so OCD. Good, good. I bought a mask recently from, I think it was from Amazon or something, but it, 
it had like the ear holes were on the wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like a, it was shaped like an L like it, but it didn't, I don't know how to explain it, but it didn't go around the ear properly. At the beginning, I bought a mask that was um, supposed to be my dog's face. Oh my Pomeranian. God. All Pomeranians look the same. All Chihuahuas look the same. I bought the Pomeranian. It took three months to get here. I paid $29.99 I got, and plus shipping. So it's probably $40. Comes here. It's literally like paper and it's not a, it's not a Pomeranian. It was a Yorkie. Right, right. A Yorkie. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset, but how am I going to get my money back? But anyway, I know. And the other thing is, we're both a little OCD. Um, that right now we ship it out within twenty four to forty eight hours. That's amazing. Which is and what's most, so important. And what mass. most people do is like they make you wait four weeks. Right. Right. So. right. Um, Jill, I gotta, I gotta ask you something about what I believe to be some of the greatest TV of all time. I think I always say like uh, Roni season three should be shown in movie theaters. Like I think it's that good. Um, and specifically and I hated that season. I know. Or I love, I love season four too. And I actually think season four is underrated. Um, but uh, way, I just want to tell you technically it was the highest rated episodes and seasons of all 12, but nobody talks about that. The season that the last season that me and Kelly and the crew was on, the best rated season ever. It was good. The Morocco trip was fantastic. It was um, rated. People don't realize that. After we left, the ratings went way down and then they started to crawl back, but they never got to close to where they were. I think true Roni, Fran, uh, true Roni fans appreciate season four. I think it was just such a big shift without, uh, without Bethany around, but, but true fans really love that season because it's fantastic. Um, but my favorite thing of all time is the Scary Island series, specifically when you show up. Hi, and I have so. <laughs> oh, I just did it. Didn't I? Did I do it? Yeah. Did you see our TikTok? I just did a TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I, I know. I was going to ask you about that. Hi. Yeah. Hi. It's the high herd around the world, Jill. Um, <laughs> but I have so many questions, like lingering questions about that trip, specifically when you arrived. And I still feel like there's so much mystery around what exactly happened, specifically with Kelly. Like you had said you ran into her at the airport. What ha- Can you tell us like what happened between no, your... I, really, I can't say too much. I've right. been told not to talk about things behind the curtain. They but can you say like... That curtain. Why is it so, why is it so hidden? Like why? I think they just don't want to expose the mystery of the show. I know, I know, you know what? It's been 10 years. I think it's changed a lot. The show used to be very much like it's real, real, real. We don't want to talk about anything that's not, you know, whatever. And then they started pulling back the third, fourth wall saying, we know, you know, we, we're going to tell you that we right. know on TV because there was a point, I don't know, I think on Beverly Hills where they broke it and said something right. about filming or whatever, which changed. But I'm always the one who gets in trouble with the network. They Even now, they would call me up, you know. And, and, but I, oh, no, I know what you can say, though, that you, okay. you had a trip planned with Bobby and you were on your way okay, down I anyway. That people know already. Yeah. Right. I was on, I was, or, um, like, how did it just happen? You weren't just planning on, the whole time you weren't planning on a scheme to surprise them and make no, a No, 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 no. Right. What happened was is we were all invited to... Um, Ramona's trip. yeah, trip. the wedding trip or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Was it a wedding trip? It was like a yeah, a bachelorette kind of Val yeah. Renault. Yeah, it was wedding oh, themed. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, that was that didn't work out so well. <laughs> um, uh, so you had a trip planned with Bobby. Seventeen years instead of twenty. Now, 
okay, so I was my senior year. So Allie was a senior and she was applying to colleges. And I didn't want to leave her before her applications were all in for college. It was just as simple as that. So I said I couldn't go. And um, Luann didn't go. And I forgot why. There was a reason she couldn't go either. But I had this genius idea because Allie actually um, was finishing up her essays sooner than I thought. And it was they were leaving, I think, on a Thursday. And the beginning of that week, I realized that Allie was going to be done and I could have gone on the trip. So I said to the, it wasn't the producers, I said to the producers, hey, what if I come down and surprise Bethany and we make up, that kind of thing. And they were like, great. Right, so it was great intentions. It was like, this is such great. a good idea. Was, that was the great idea. Yeah. It was the million dollar idea. And none of the women knew. No. Yeah. Not, well, no. No, yeah. you know who knew? I was surprised um, her to make up. Well, Kelly knew because Kelly knew because I was going to come and save her. That was, well, that ended up, I didn't know that was going to end up being the case. I think the night before you were texting her and she was saying that things were going kind of right. south. The night before, I mean, this has been public. I think the girls have, yeah. the girls have definitely talked about this, that the night before, after that whole crazy jelly bean Go to thing, sleep, go, go to, to sleep. sleep. They called me off camera. You know, the, other, the other women called you. Ramona, the whole group, um, off camera. Right. And said, uh, Jill, listen, Kelly's going crazy. You got to call her. Um, you know, we don't know what to do. I think she needs medication. I don't know, whatever nonsense. Now, they did not know I was coming. At that point, I should have said I'm coming down. Right. That was a mistake. Because right. you knew but things were a little rocky. I knew things were rocky, but I thought that that's part of what we're doing here. I mean, what right. else are we doing a show? I mean, that's, you know, being real. And so um, when you the reason why I did I was going to stop by is because I was going to St. Bart's for um, Thanksgiving. Allie was with her dad that year, so okay. Gary, Bobby, and I were going to St. Bart's and St. John. I don't want to say it's on the way, but it's kind of on the way. It's not that far, and the show agreed to take care of getting me, you know, to and from wherever I had to go. Um, so when the when the women were calling you, when when Bethany and Ruana they were calling you, uh, how serious did you think it was with Kelly? Did you just sort of assume, you know, I they were serious, but I never thought she was leaving. Right. If I had known she was leaving, I probably still would have gone because I'm an idiot, but I shouldn't have. I should have said, well, she's not going to be there. Because my whole thinking was, I've got Kelly. Because remember, I wasn't talking to Bethany. Right. Mom and I are what it is. Um, and Sonia Son- was new. She was new. She second year and it was neutral. And, you know, I wasn't friends with um, Alex. 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 But who cares? Right. So, but I needed, but I thought that Kelly was there. So I would bunk with her or, you know, she was my safety net. Right. And, and so Kelly decided on her own to leave or was it production? I don't know. Yeah. You I must know. Know, you know, but you don't want to say it. I don't know. <laughs> sure. No, I, she wanted to go home because her kids, the nanny couldn't stay or I don't really know specifically. All I know is that when I landed, I saw Kelly in the airport. And that's when I should have turned my ass around and said, you know what? If she's not there and I'm coming there to save her at that oh, point, they called me the night before. And I'm like, just everybody chill out. And I called and I called Kelly on the phone after they called me. I said, Kelly, I'm coming tomorrow morning. Just stay, stay there. Room. I'll get there. Just stay in your room. Right. Don't talk to anyone. Order room service. I'll be there in a few hours. Anyway, she couldn't so, listen. So was there no one filming when you ran into her at the airport? I feel like nowadays, if that were to happen, there'd be some sort of producer footage or cell phone footage or something. But no one filmed that. I have. I do. I have photos. I have photos of her on the other side of the window in the airport waving. Jill. 
uh, visualize this. You're, uh, the airport is an outside airport, okay? The plane lands outside. You come off the tarmac, okay? Then there's a building with a glass, you know, where the waiting room is for them to come out to come on the plane as you're going to luggage. Then the new people are boarding, right? Right. So I'm coming off the plane and I'm walking towards luggage or whatever, towards uh, uh, passport control. And where the people are waiting to get on the next flight, there's Kelly waving hi. Oh gosh. With one of the producers who, by the way, now became his name's uh, doesn't matter what his name is. Now he's become um, the executive producer. Oh, what do they call it? The uh, no, the showrunner on Roni now. He's actually uh-huh. the big boss. Yeah, he's the big boss now. But he was her person back then, and they flew him home with her first class. And you know, it's serious when the show's paying not for her first class that you expect, but for the producer. Uh-huh. You know, to get further, sure. you know that they were really nervous about her, her health. By the way, we talk about this a lot. I feel like Real Housewives gets the worst trips. The only the, one New gone. York. You mean New York? Yeah, da? yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. only one. That's was gone. That was gone. Everyone goes to Hong Kong. Um, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills goes to these very exotic locations. And I feel like New York never goes, uh, they've been to Mexico like six times. I feel Another like island somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you didn't actually talk to Kelly that airport when you guys. I, well, I couldn't talk. I could talk to her. I did to her. I'm like, what are you doing here? She's like, I got to go home. I said, why, why aren't you staying? And she's like, my nanny, you know, my nanny had to leave and I got to go home. That was it. And I was like, at that point I should have said, to whoever was meeting me, and I don't really remember that part. Um, you know what? Kelly's leaving. This isn't turning out to be what I thought. I'm not going to, even if I had a pad in my own pocket, you know, I'm going to go on to the same. But place. I think you still had good intentions where it seemed like your intentions were bad. They made it come across well, like did they you were trying to sabotage to- the trip. No. Did you get that? I didn't feel like you were trying to sabotage. No. They were I- manicure. They were laying down and you came in and it was like, oh no. Why is she here? I think it must have just been so emotionally exhausting for them. Well, I found out a lot afterwards. Right. Right. Years later, I, I, I became friendly with Alex. You know, I was always real, like, friends or not friends. I mean, a lot of them, you know, Alex thought she was best friends with, with some of the girls. And as soon as she stopped filming, they never talked to her again, never called her again. Right. I did, because I'm the real deal, right? So I stayed in touch with her. I'm the only one who does talk to her. and I still How is she? She's great. She's living her own private life. He became a lawyer in Australia, but not the same kind of education you get here as a lawyer. It's like a, it's more of like a master's here, but he became a lawyer there and she got a PhD in psychology. Do you find that happens with the housewives a lot? It's like somebody leaves the show and, and no one, no one keeps in touch or, or they just sort of drop them. If they're not authentic friends, why would they? I started the show as real friends. Like I was friends with these girls and then I didn't know Kel, um, um, Alex, but we said that on the show that none of us knew her. And then, but I didn't know Kelly, but we became friends. I kind of pick people up. That's my thing. I'm always the mama bear. I'm the connector. I always like to pick people up. Right. Because even though you might have fight to the Rona, I feel like you are actually in the same friend circle. I'm still so talking to Ramona part of and not talking to They're still fighting. I love that. fighting friends. We make up, we fight. And I'm um, Cindy Barshop, still a really good friend. Luann. Oh yeah, even Jennifer Gilbert and I still talk. She yeah. got divorced. You know, a lot of people got divorced from the show. Uh, I, I this is the last question, and then I'll totally move on from this. But with the Scary Island stuff, there were always uh, rumors, or people had always said, even explicitly, that it was much worse. I think Bethany had said it was much worse than what we saw on TV. Did you hear that too, or did you? Oh, I definitely heard that. Um, listen, I know what I felt when I walked in that house. Right. 
And I had Bobby holding my hand, right. you know, and Kelly had nobody, yeah. you know, and I, and, and I know what that, those mouths are. Right. To be vilely mean, you know, and, you know, just, it, it, it's anything amplified, you know, it's amplified. And remember in real life, they weren't friends. Never liked each other. It wasn't. Kelly, like you mean Kelly, Kelly and everyone else, Bethany or whatever. And Kelly, right. you know, she went like this and Bethany went. So they were never friends. It's different when you're friends and you have a fight and you make up. Listen, I always said that, you know, that, you know, if you're real, if you have a real friend, if you can get past your first fight. Well, it's, and I never got past my first fight with some of these girls, which means we were never really friends. But right. the opposite of hate isn't, um, the opposite of love isn't hate. It's like ambivalence, right? Like indifference, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No love lost, right? Ah, oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everything iconic. So then what was the, what was the vibe going into season four where, uh, how did you feel? Because you had a rough season I three. Great. I yeah. felt great. Yeah. Because she was gone, you know, and that was my biggest, you know, challenge. That was right. my challenge. So now I had my allies, right? I had, I was friends with Kelly. I was best friends with Luann. I was friends with Sonia. They brought on new girl, Cindy. 
I was, I was great. And I had Alex as my nemesis, but she really wasn't my nemesis. She was, became Luann's, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then Ramona and I are Ramona and I. That'll never change. But Ramona has that relationship with everybody on the show. It's not right. just me. Right? Yeah, this season, Ramona's... I think she's great. I think she's so, great. So this, um, so that was season one through four, I feel like is a different show than what we are watching now. It's very much evolved and changed, um, in some ways good and in some ways bad. Um, I, of course, I think we're all like nostalgic for those early seasons. We all, they even play them all the time on Bravo and it's like the best. Uh, Um, how do you think just from uh, your perspective, how do you think the show has changed and evolved? Um, I just got bigger. Things change. You know, there's something to say about when we had no money for hair and makeup, you know. I always go back to your, I think it was your season one reunion. You were wearing the Team Jill shirt. That's what you were saying on the show last week. That's yeah. the Jill reunion shirt. I did. I did. Do you still have that? You need to like auction that off or something. You also, wait, Jill, also, can you somehow publish that photo of Kelly at the airport? Like, where can we get that footage? <laughs> I said I I was going to do a thing on my website of pictures from the historical because I didn't want to give them to Instagram and Facebook and they could do whatever, you know, whatever. I would only, I I wanted to control it. So I'm going to do that. I said I was going to, we're redoing our website a little bit, the homepage. And I said, I want to have a section for vintage um, throwback photos of the seasons. Because, you know, what people don't know is I was the documentary person. Nobody at that, there was no Facebook. There was, well, maybe there was Facebook. There's no Instagram. It was 2008. It was a totally different, like if you go back to your iPhone photos, the, we were still using cameras with film. Yeah, the Kodak. Together, Kodak. Right, start, we started using uh, cameras with sticks, right? Right, yeah, right, right. I mean, that, could you imagine we had memory sticks? Please no, publish that. And, and, but I was the only one who took photos of everything and everyone else couldn't be bothered. I'm also the only one who has autographs. I, took, you- I got everybody to sign apples, including Bethany, <laughs> me, the original five I have autographed apples. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Allie. Oh, I was going to say, I think I talk about a lot with my friends that there's so much glam on Beverly Hills and Atlanta and all the other shows, and New York is so behind in that. But whenever I say that, my friends are like, no, that's why we like New York, because it was less glam and it was more organic and authentic, because she was like the New York socialite. Um, and Denise Richards is kind of that. Like, why would she need glam now when she is glam in her real life? I love life? that. I love yeah. Right, right. I think it works for some people, but one of the things I think we all love about New York is it feels like these women, like you said, you're you're in the same social circles as Ramona, and I it's like I'm in the circle of people. I run with the fabulous circle. Right, we can feel that. Um, so those first, well, I don't have, but I don't have sixty. You know. Right, I know. Got, sometimes it's eighty, sometimes it's sixty. Well, I think I think Dorinda said that she she might have lost a few this weekend, so I think she just got fifty seven. <laughs> um, that's very funny. There's some things that are just so iconically funny. You just oh yeah, so much. You guys had so many moments, and the show those early seasons it was such a pop culture phenomenon. The whole Housewives franchise, and I mean, was there a, a moment like a, a magazine shoot or something yeah, I mean, that sticks out to you? I think that. There's, there's a lot of things that happened to New York that didn't happen to the other shows right. um, that people aren't really aware of. So Project Runway was on Bravo when we were on Bravo, season one. And then Harvey Weinstein took it and he brought it to Lifetime because he couldn't make a deal with Bravo. And it left a hole in programming that they couldn't fill quickly because it was like a last minute pull. And they had prepaid for all these or, you know, buses in New York City. Mm-hmm. And we were not scheduled to be on the buses with our ads that year. 
but they put us on the buses because Project Runway got. And it was season two. It wasn't even season one. And then when they started airing the show, they had Project Runway in the lineup, right? So they have all these shows. And by the way, there were only at the time um, um, Orange County in New York. It wasn't like they had a whole library. Right. And they had this big hole. So what would happen is, you probably don't realize this, but you watched us like 24 hours a day for weeks. They kept rerunning and rerunning and rerunning because they didn't have Project Runway. They didn't have any other housewife shows. And the show, the ratings were doing great. So I think that people really got to know us and addicted to us because they don't realize this, but they had to watch us so many more hours than they do, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like an episode um, would air, I'm going to guess, 40 hours until the next week. 40, right. 50 hours. Wow. Now it'll add three or four hours. Three you know, times, yeah. That night, it'll add a second time that night. It'll air the day of the next week, maybe two times. Maybe, maybe, one, maybe one or two times in the middle of the night. But now they have so many more shows. They have top I mean, they have so many shows. But it must have been so weird for your life to... I mean, I have literally in my office... I should have put it out here. I have a framed... Uh, I think it's Us Weekly. Uh, one of the tabloids. It's you and Bethany and Kelly on the cover. Oh and my God, that was the only cover I ever Why made. do you have it framed? That's so because funny. I'm a, a huge Roni fan. That's why. That's what do you mean? <laughs> why not? Um, but yeah, that must have been so weird because... None of you knew. Hold on. I, you have no idea. We won. Um, first of all, Harper's Bazaar did a spread, a five-page spread. That was like the day in, a, in the life of a supermodel. I don't think any of the, and I could be wrong, but I don't know if any of the other housewives after us ever got that because we were iconic. It was like this first, unless Beverly Hills, maybe. But um, we, I got to be like a supermodel for the day. Harper's Bazaar, we had, um, what's the famous hair cutter? Oscar Blondie was there. He took a day off from his life to be there the whole day. And he was a big fan. And he did all of our hair that day. Um, and, and they had a very famous stylist who came to our homes, got our sizes. And you should see. And then they, they had a manicurist there. They had um, a scene. That's amazing. They had all, I mean, this is what they really do in a real photo shoot, you know? So that was very exciting. So were you able to take it in? Like when that kind of stuff is happening? Yeah, yeah. Photos. But two things personally that I had that no one else had. Uh, the New York Times did a New York Times magazine. Uh, they had the New York Times magazine. They did a caricature of me. And I found out later on that the girl who did the photo, the drawing, I wanted to buy the original from her. And somehow I lost track of her. But I'd like to buy the original. But it was this glam, surreal caricature of me. And the whole article was on me. Wow. That was in the New York Times magazine. That was ridiculous. And then the other big thing um, well, the bus. was... Well, the bus, the first time I saw the bus and I was in the center, I almost had a dog. I almost died. Oh my God. Being in New York City, living in New York City and having a face on a bus is surreal. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was one well, especially was- now because there's so much social media that takes up all of that like media attention. Back then, without Instagram or Facebook, right, it was that's like, it. That was like a that, big deal. Seeing now, it's like buses yes. and ads. That was so cool. Well, I also think what's different is you guys didn't necessarily know what you were getting into, I would imagine. Like oh. now, if somebody joins the Housewives, they know they might be written about or whatever. You know, but- no, well, we didn't know. You know what? I knew when we... We did a photo shoot for the New York Times or something really big. And I remember we were in a hotel and I remember the five of us were there. It was TV Guide. This is going to be huge, guys. Like, just take it all in now. I think I Google searched myself and I had four or 500 things, which was a lot, by the way. And it was all photos from socialite things that I had gone to, which is how they found me. And then it blew up into the, you know, multi-millions. But um, the other big thing that was for me was Entertainment Weekly 
had their top 25 shows of the year. It was their annual review. And they did a photo shoot. And they took one person from each show at Bravo, because Bravo was number 17. And I got picked to represent the housewives. But you know what was hard? They picked me, and then they say, but you can't tell anyone, because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, right? But they're going to find out. Then they get mad at you, right? Then they get mad at you, and that happens all the time. It's almost like those things start the fight for the next season. Right. And then you can't really necessarily talk about those things on the season. No. Right, right. Because you're not on TV. You're supposed to not be on TV. Allie, were you aware of, like, that this was, like, a phenomenon as a, a young kid? Like, could you even, yeah. No, I was embarrassed about it. Oh, my God. When did you... Hated it. it. There's only Housewives of Orange County at the time. And it was just embarrassing. I didn't tell anyone we were filming it. I would come home after school. The producers would be there. Um, Like, you'd see, there's no makeup. There's no... No one's going shopping for us. It was my school uniform. I came home. Same with Avery. Did you and um, Avery, did you and Avery um, get along? Like, did, do you guys commiserate when you, back then? Um, she was older. Allie was a year or two older in that age. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, friends, but back then that was like a big age difference. Right. I mean, we're in different circles, but I did go to school with uh, Victoria, Luann's daughter. Okay. Like, people don't know that her, uh, Luann's kids went to the same school as Allie. In uh, okay, uh, Jill, I have just a few more questions for you. These are some people re- wrote in to the Everything Iconic Patreon. Taylor Harris wants to know, where's Brad? I'm also very curious. What's going on with Brad? We, we have no idea. I know no his, idea. his husband sadly passed away a couple of years ago. I heard that. But I don't know where Brad is. You guys just... I saw him was in Morocco. <laughs> when I ran into him, that was real, by the way. That was not set up. That was not like pre-planned. I literally ran into Brad in a store in Morocco. What happened? Were you guys... He was there. You guys just... I ran into a store in Morocco. Seriously. That's God wanting to intervene. Right, right. And then that night when they read... uh, The psychic read uh, Ramona and said her husband's cheating on her. And obviously we know he was. That was crazy. Did any of you know that before it sort of came out? No, I don't think we knew. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't surprised. I felt her pain though. I felt bad. Right. Uh, Kate O wants to know how your family's doing. We saw, we got to know your sister. We got to know Gloria, who we all love. My father is a knock on wood, just turned 91. He comes here every day for lunch. He just left a little while ago. Um, And you know, it's so funny. Last night I was watching Netflix, that show about the gymnast. Allie was in her room watching that Netflix special. And Allie couldn't get on because it said that there were three people. It said there were too many people on. And I'm like, how could that be? There's just me and you. I call Netflix, blah, blah, blah. I knock everyone off, go back on, blah, blah. I find out today, my mother was watching Netflix. What was I she watching? Who knows? But I said, what if that watched all of Netflix? Like, what have you watched? I set her up for it like years ago and she can never figure out. And now she figured out how to use Netflix. So it's before I love Gloria on the show. Oh, she's the best. My mother is beyond the best and they needed more glory. You know, that's the thing is like, I feel like the fans just got short at the end of the stick to a certain extent because they lost a family. Like, even though they brought on, I forgot mm-hmm. her name, Heather to replace me, but she had a husband and two little kids, but it wasn't the same. And she didn't have a mother and a father and a sister. And she just like, I feel like we were, I do. I felt like that was a missing piece and I would have liked, it doesn't have to be, it didn't have to be me. And grandma and but Bethany. let somebody else's mother come on. But grandma and Bethany were very, very close. Yeah, grandma gave were. her lots of advice. Yeah. And, and Marisol, like Marisol had her mom on. Like, I love Ma- that. Elsa was the best. She was the best person on Bravo. I feel like when they cast, yeah. come on, give us a full family. Not, a, not just a yeah. woman. I need 
a mother. I mean, I guess Leah brought on her mom and dad, but I don't feel like they really want to be on the show. I think they're there to kind of keep their daughter in line and make sure she doesn't, you know, end up where she was 20 or 10 years ago. And she, I love Leah. Yeah. She's great. She's great on the show. Um, Um, Would you, I know people probably ask you this all the time. Like, has there ever been interest for you to go back full time? I know you're in Florida now, so I don't even know if that would work. I think that ship sailed. I mean, like Bethany said, I think that the show's, I think it's coming to it. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's, I think it's uh, struggling right now. And what you said, leave the party early and leave the party early. That's what you said, right? Yeah, this this season. Bethany said that to me. I mean, we talked a little bit about it and she's like, um, but she told me this after she left season three. Like, I remember oh, when we were friends, I remember how she said to me, you know, this show's not going to last more than five years. That's what she predicted. At that, you know, this is a long time ago. This is going to last five years. You got to leave it at the top. You got to leave like after three. Right. Now, mind you, she did leave. And came then back. she came back because it was like, and then she realized, I think again, that maybe this five years left, she's going to leave in the third, you know, and it'll, because right. you don't want to be there when it's, you don't get a loser. You just don't. It just doesn't yeah. feel good. I do feel you, like I'm left on top. Do you feel like the Housewives, the whole franchise is sort of on its way out a little bit? Or no, I think that they could, I think they absolutely have a chance. Listen, COVID's going to change everything. Right. But I'll tell you something with the right families, it could be better than ever. I said that we should be the Truman Show. If you only knew what went on in this house, first of all, I'm, I, have to chaos. Be, I happen to be with a guy who is literally the funniest person I've ever met. Oh my God. Allison never laughs. Don't tell him that. She doesn't stop laughing. But she's very mean to him. So I'm always yelling at her. <laughs> but he deserves it. Yeah, he likes being an idiot. Oh anyway, and he would you, so would you do another reality? Would you do your own show? Is that something of interest to you? Work. Yeah, it's a lot. Why? For what? My ego? I don't know. Right. I, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I think I've got, I've got, you know, great shows like you who still have an interest in us. Um, you know, if I want to get out there, like when we started this Nauseous for Nurses, I called my friend. He got us on Fox, CNN, um, Today uh, Show. Today Show. We got on everything. Right. In, in, one, in one day. So it's not like I can't, I still don't have it. And I still keep myself out there. Yeah. You know, I'm still, I haven't lost that yet. And we keep our, well, I think that's with Instagram and, and social media, right? Become authentic and have ourselves out there without having a platform. And you can control it. Yeah, right, not it. Control the right. Allie always tries to edit me. I'm like, just leave. she's like, your hair looks terrible. You look horrible. I'm like, that's me, honey. Take it, this Jill. I I'm not even bullshitting you. I think you look better than ever. Like you look so good. And I, I think no makeup. No <laughs> Camera's no good. No, no makeup. Thank you look you. amazing. No, you look great. Both of you, Allie. I mean, you both look great. Allie lost weight because I'm starving to death because I don't cook enough. Um, I, I know I've kept you both so long. Is there anything else you want to season two? You were at the tree lighting. We saw you briefly, okay, but tree lighting, yeah. do you love that? They call me a friend of Luann now. That's disgusting, Jill. I was so, that is <laughs> so not okay. They should just call her Jill Zarin is what <laughs> they need to call. Yeah. Yeah. They just, Kim Richards was on Beverly Hills last week and hers just said Kim Richards. Oh, it didn't say Kyle's sister. I don't think the producers of Housewives likes me. Not Bravo. Bravo Why not though? Why? My production company hates me and I don't know why. I don't know what I did to them. I really don't. I think someone said something that I did that I probably didn't do. I don't don't know. know. Because things like that happen and I'm like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. 
it except try to help them make sure they're and Luann's friend. But you know, <laughs> some of the decisions. that more than I did. I didn't care. And honestly, some of the decisions this season, I love the show, but the decisions this season, a lot of them don't make any sense to me. I don't, it seems like it's, and I don't know, I, I know producers, of course, they do a lot of work and there's so many things going on and I don't think they maybe knew Bethany was not going to show up. And so I think they had a lot of... They, they, they had problems. when when tin, First, Bethany. And, and then, then Tinsley. Together, and then Tinsley dropped the bomb. And not only did she drop the bomb, she's leaving. She was leaving like that day. Like she was going to give them one more scene and that's it. And that's... They have a contract. But see... She shit. She's once... She didn't might, care. She might have a contract. The contract would say something like, listen, you can't make someone shoot a reality show. If I want to sit on the toilet, you're going you're gonna to film me? I mean... Yeah. But but you'll stop me from doing anyone else's show. You'll stop me from doing all these other right. things. But you're really not going to hurt me personally. What are you going to do? You're going to sue me? I mean, actually, they probably could sue her for, for damages of the show not doing as well. But, you know, yeah. she's a single girl in her 40s. She found love. She wants to move forward. Who's going to begrudge her that? You're going you're gonna to go out there and publicly sue this girl? No. Right. But she couldn't, in fairness, she should have given them more time. I don't but think she did the right thing. They I didn't. I thought they should have spent some of the money then. Wouldn't they have, wouldn't that have opened up some money to bring in? If they didn't have time to cast somebody new, then I would have thought if I was producing, of course I'm not, but I would have thrown a bunch of money at you or Heather or someone from. I'm not Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it wasn't about money. I, but it just I, seems I, like they needed a new, they needed more. I don't know. Um, anyway, they have a lot of they had a lease, they had a lease slim, right? Right, introduced mom to Bethany. Did you know she introduced me and Bethany? No, wait, how talk about six degrees of, uh, of um, first of all, I completely forgot. I read about it in a blog. I mean, at least and I are friendly, yeah. I read about it and I texted her and I'm like, Did you say you introduced me and Bethany? And she calls me up and she's like, Jill, do you remember when we went to Nobu? And I said, this is a girl I'm friendly with, and I think you really like her. And I'm like, oh, my God, you did. You absolutely wow. did. I'm so sorry. I had the worst memory, which everyone knows. She did. How, wow. great, how, how great would it have been if Bethany was still on the show, Elise comes on, and then I come back? That would have been uh, fantastic. Yeah, as a friend. Right. You know, I think um, we got a little bit of you and Bethany before she left, but I think it would have been nice for fans to see a little bit more of you two together just because that storyline was so important to fans. She didn't want to do it. Yeah. It wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, Jill, this was such a delight. Thank you so much for taking the time. I, I loved watching you and we all still watch you because they air your episodes so often. So it's, I feel like we still see you guys. I do love it. They're on Netflix. And I do love it. I love the fans. If listen, if, if anybody's listening, who going back to the charity is a social worker or, you know, having to do with the front line, send us a DM through Instagram to me, to Jill Zarin or to Ali Shapiro, Allison or Ali. Ali Shapiro on whatever, or to you, and you can let us know right. because we haven't said no yet. So, no, so you know, we'll be, the more we Me- sell, the more meals and mass. Well, congratulations on all the charity work. It's truly amazing. And, and everyone needs to be wearing a mask right now, particularly uh, when, they, when they go out in the house. Better yes. a mask than a ventilator. That's what I That's say. right. Jill, thank you guys so much. Uh, I want to encourage everyone, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, to hit like, subscribe, comment. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Um, thank you, Jill. Thank you, Allie. Don't forget to follow Bossy Zarin. Yes, Bossy's. Bossy on Instagram. And she is the best. It's like Ginger looking up the nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you guys so much. You guys stay safe. And thank you for chatting. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. It's all- 